English with Rob. Hi everyone, it's Rob. Welcome back to the English with Rob podcast. This is episode 14. How are you doing? Good. My co-host today is Tommy from learnenglishwithtommy.com. How are you doing, Tommy? Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm really, really happy to be here with you um, because, first of all, you're not my wife, you're not my children, but you're an English teacher just like me. So I'm really, you know, it's a, it's a complete it's a complete change to what I'm normally used to. I feel exactly the same. It feels good to uh, speak to somebody else. Uh, by the way, people from the future, we're talking during the time of Corona, which I hope is over by the time, uh, at some point, maybe you're listening to this in the future and the coronavirus is finally over. It's been just over a year of lockdown on, lockdown off. And yeah, I think we're both going a bit crazy at home with our families. So it's nice to talk to someone who's, uh, yeah, somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I've pulled the handbrake off now. You know, I've decided handbrake off. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. Yeah. Um, lockdown has been annoying. Like you say, um, I'll stick to it. I'll stick to the rules. But at the same time, I might have to complain about it later. Complain about it sometime. Wow, Tommy. What a link. Wow. Such a podcast pro. Today, listeners, we are talking about complaining uh and wow what a perfect link tommy you're going to be so good tommy is working on a new podcast right now so he's going to have his own podcast soon uh i can tell he's going to be a natural that's really good okay complaining great let's jump yeah. straight in Compl no no i've not introduced you properly yet tommy we're going to talk no, about complaining how dare, in a bit. You? How, how dare you you're right to complain about that how dare you <laughs> how dare you well, we can add that to our useful vocabulary. How dare you? Uh, how dare you? A nice English phrase meaning you shouldn't do that. Why did you do that? I'm offended by that. I didn't like that. How dare you? But it's very formal and polite. Really nice piece of vocabulary to have on our complaining episode. So Tommy, what do I know about Tommy? I know that he likes football. I know that he plays guitar. I know that he is half British half Hungarian and like me he lives in Germany and he's a teacher that's about it wow he's hit you've hit pretty much all the notes you haven't you've never you've not told your listeners how old I am but I think you know that will stay between me and you I'll whisper it very quietly 31 okay um Tommy let's start uh talking about complaining and we're going to look at some useful vocabulary. Okay, it's useful vocabulary time. Uh, Tommy and I are looking at the same list. We're going to give you guys some useful vocabulary to use for complaining. But let's talk about the very basic first word which is the verb to complain and the noun is a complaint to complain a complaint and if you complain it's always make a complaint you make a complaint so i'd like to make a complaint please it's always make a complaint that's a 
collocation. It's always make a complaint, right? Exactly. But I'm afraid there's, uh, you know, I'm afraid there's a slight problem with something. Yeah. I, you know, I've been sat in many a restaurant and I've said to, said very kindly to, to the, to the, uh, to the fella or to the woman who's coming. I'm, I'm afraid there's a slight problem with my food. I'm afraid there's a slight problem. Yeah. Always, you know, you're not happy, but I'm afraid, meaning not I'm scared, like I'm watching a horror <laughs> film. But it's strange. It's strange that we say this. Huh? This is why yeah, English exactly. is so difficult, I think, for many people, because we use these s strange phrases. I'm afraid normally means I'm scared, but it can also mean I'm being polite. I'm afraid there's a slight problem, not not a big problem, a slight problem. Very small. Very small. Minuscule. Uh, and like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'm not happy about something. I'm afraid I'm not happy about that. So what would you do if you're, what would you ask if you're not, if you're not happy about something? Well, I mean, I would say, could I speak to the manager, please? Right. Or if I'm in a restaurant, like I normally do, if I'm not in a Corona lockdown, yeah. I would ask, can I speak to the head chef, please? Oh, right. Yeah. The head chef in a restaurant, the manager. Okay. Uh, and you might want to say if you've had some bad service, which you think is really bad, this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. I cannot accept this. The service, the food, the way you're talking to me, this product <laughs> is unacceptable. Exactly. But I, but... You know, I mean, we want to all be as kind as possible to people, you know. We are the kings after all as customers, but we might want to say something like, look. Yeah, strong. I've told you once, I've told you twice, I didn't want the roast beef. I wanted the roast pork. Oh, you've already told yeah. them twice. That's a problem. Yeah, and to begin any sentence, any speaking with look, it's very strong. Look, it means... Now I've had enough. I'm very upset. Look. So instead of saying, you know, at the beginning, you might say, oh, I'm afraid I'm not happy about this. Later on, you might say, look, I'm really unhappy about this. And that takes it up a level. You've begun the sentence with look. Uh oh, they're going to take you more seriously. Mm -hmm. Okay. And an idiom, not a phrase to say, but... um a way of saying it to get something off your chest to get something yeah. off your chest what, what does that mean Tommy to get something off your chest it means to take if your shirt you, off right well yeah normally it takes my normally I'm taking my t-shirt off for my wife but you know we're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of my sex life uh <laughs> we can uh, no but let's no, not no but if I get something off my chest it means I'm I'm airing my I'm airing my problems I'm airing my my worries about something that I've got, you know? Yeah, talking yeah, about so. something that's a problem, to get something off your chest. I think that's... Warning! Oh. Idiot! Warning! Idiot! Warning! Oh, the, the idiom alarm was a bit late. This Maybe you don't know, Tommy, this podcast has an idiom alarm. And to get something off your chest... I don't know, it's a bit slow today, the idiom alarm. It should have gone off. To get something off your chest is a nice idiom. To, yep. But it's good. We, we Normally, when the idiom alarm goes off, we have to explain afterwards, but we explained beforehand. Good. Okay. And um, 
if you complain about something that's not really a problem in the in the in the grand scale of the world and your life really it's a small problem what's the what's the phrase for that first world problem it's a first world problem meaning well, like in the in the third world people don't have enough food uh there's poverty and war in parts of the world but um you can't find your car in the car park it's a first world problem yeah uh your um what <laughs> let's a very british problem your your tea bag has a hole in it so all of the tea <laughs> leaked into your tea yeah it's a first world problem yeah, yeah. okay what's next well then you, then you know if they're not gonna if these people are not gonna not gonna budge a centimeter then it's time for compensation and to be compensated yeah compensate let's talk about the the restaurant situation if you're if you're not happy with the food you said look i'm really unhappy about this could i speak to the manager please what compensation might the manager offer you well i do hope he would give my money back money you back. Know. yeah i want my money back you know and yeah i i've been in many a restaurant and i've seen um and this is a typically british thing where an older man probably in his in his mid 40s to to late to 50s a bit heavier you know he's had a bit too he's a bit, had a bit too much to drink and he'll be he'll slam his fist on the table and he'll say damn it i want to be compensated sorry yeah levels too high i know <laughs> uh, i want to be compensated you know and you know the whole restaurant will stop look around the man yeah. this man in this man in his mid 40s having a first world problem uh-huh and and really he w really making a scene oh, there's the idiom alarm again to to make a scene means to um but like because like you said he's he's shouting he's raising his voice everybody's looking around he's making a scene everybody is looking at what the problem is yeah to make a scene if you if you're complaining if you make a scene it might help <laughs> right because the staff <laughs> of the shop of the restaurant don't want the attention so it might help for the manager to say okay okay we'll sort out some compensation for you sir mm. yeah okay so let's um let's flip it round and have some phrases if you are the person who is being complained to what can you yeah. say well i'm sorry but there's nothing we can do about it mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one yeah and uh i'm sorry but it's out of our control I'm sorry. Oh, that's just, that's lame. That's, that's such a lame excuse. Really? Well, you know what is a is a is a very common excuse at the minute. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because of the coronavirus. We're not able to do this. It's there a very easy easy excuse for everybody to jump to these days. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's out of our control. So, for example, if you want to get a flight, you arrive at the airport, and your flight can't take off your your flight can't go because of the bad weather then that really is out of their control they can say i'm sorry it's out of our control but it's a very mm -hmm. common phrase used a lot 
uh, and it avoids blame. Yeah. And uh, one more, Tommy. Please leave it with us, and we'll get back to you with a solution. I've had this. I've had this many a time on the phone with my bank. Oh yeah. Please leave it with us, and we'll get back to you with a solution. And and do they, they get back to you? <laughs> they never do that. No products. Do they? Ah, come on. They're a bank. Banks have big. Banks have bigger fish to fry. I'm too small for them. Oh, here we go again. He's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when native speakers get together and have a chat. Um, they've got bigger fish to fry, so they've got bigger problems. Yeah. I like that. Bigger fish to fry. It's got some nice alliteration. The the repetition of f. Bigger fish to fry. Love it. Okay. So that's that's all on our list of useful vocabulary. Let's see. Oh, no, you forget. How dare you, though? How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I added it to the list. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Man, that was very authentic. I thought, oh, what have I done? What have I done? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. It's out of my control. <laughs> okay. So let's try and use some of this vocabulary and have a question. Uh, no, a conversation. Let's have the conversation, let's talk, let's chat Let's have the conversation about this and that Let's have the conversation, just me and you Yeah, have the conversation, that's what we're gonna do Right, conversation about complaining I, from uh, your restaurant chat, Tommy I'm, I'm guessing that you have complained in the past So, have you ever complained in a restaurant? Yeah, too many times. Okay, um, I'm not one. To, I'm not one to complain about too many things because I feel that I I put more stress on people, you know. Um, but I've had times when I when my food has come cold, yeah. or the order was mixed up with another table. Yeah, that's or, a problem if uh, if it's unless the food is better than what you've ordered. <laughs> exactly, or. I've even had this, that I've been sat waiting for half an hour to be served uh, when, the, when the restaurant is empty. Oh. The restaurant is empty. I'm the only one sat in there with my wife. And it's taken them half a sodding hour to get themselves sorted. Yeah, that's not right. I hate I quite that. Accept that. Yeah. Um, the, in fact, this is one of the things I talked on my podcast about annoying things. Not so much that, but just being in a bar and having to get the attention of the waiter... Yeah, And, you know, I should be called the waiter because I'm usually the one who's waiting for the waiter or the waitress to notice me that I want to pay or I want to order something else. But yeah, if they don't even come to you to take your order and obviously you're in a restaurant because you're hungry and the longer it goes on. Yeah, that's not good. Have you have you ever complained in a restaurant? Me? Uh, you know I'm I'm not really the type to complain. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah, for a it's true. If the food's cold, I well, I I will complain to whoever I'm with. Oh, this food's cold. Ah, oh. but usually I'll just go on. But I have complained when I found a hair in the cheese on my burger Ooh. because I didn't oh, want mate. to eat it. So, uh. But I said something like, I'm sorry, there's a hair on this. I, I really don't want it to eat it. Uh, can you get me another one, please? It wasn't, mm. I didn't demand compensation. Well, I suppose the replacement burger 
was compensation. Um, oh, that's not true. I've also complained in a restaurant when at the end of the night we get the bill and there are several things on the bill which we definitely did not order. Yeah. We didn't have. And um, I don't know if the restaurant was trying to um, take advantage of us because we were a big crowd and they thought ah, if we put a few extra dishes on, they won't notice or if it was a genuine mistake. Don't know. But uh, I actually was not the, I was in the group, but I was not the person to complain. I could, I think I can have you down as someone who complains. I think under that nice interior, that nice exterior you've got on you. Oh, thank you. You're, you're, you're a really dark person. You could, <laughs> I think you had this, I think there's this dark side of you. Yeah. Um, I've had this, there is a dark side of me as well. Um, and I've brought it out a few times in my lessons and not to complain, but joke it, jovial, you know, in the jovial way I've complained about my students. How dare that you haven't done your homework, you know, and this it, it, is, it's sort of like a Darth Vader side to me, you know, anyone who knows that Star Wars sh should, knows who Darth Vader is. Yeah, I won't, I won't. I think people gonna... who don't even know Star Wars know who Darth Vader is. Yeah. I'm not going to steal your thunder here. Wait, steal your thunder? Oh, you have to say it a bit louder, I think. You're not going to steal... I'm not going to steal your thunder here. Oh, there it goes. I turned the... I turned the sensitivity down because it was going off too much. To steal someone's thunder means to, um, to get the attention away from them. So how are you yeah. stealing my thunder? Uh talking about star wars i'm stealing i'm stealing your thunder here by taking this conversation in two different directions no it's star fine. wars and complaining we can uh wow yeah star wars fans like to complain a lot whenever a yeah. new star wars film comes out they're never all happy i generally am okay with most things in star wars Except Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I really couldn't handle Jar Jar. She really got up my nose. Yeah. Oh, I hit the wrong jingle. <laughs> I don't know why I said jingle because it's the alarm is is just automatic. If something gets up your nose, it annoys, it annoys you. You. Oh, you know, I missed that one. I did a podcast about things that annoy you and i had phrases and i didn't have it gets up your nose yeah jar jar got up my nose and another thing sorry listeners if you're not a star skip ahead about a few minutes if you're not a star wars fan one thing that um or just com or just complain to the editor yeah complain to the editor that's um editor you might have some complaints coming through after this podcast okay yeah okay, okay the editor's been warned about that um, yeah, one thing that annoyed me about the new Star Wars, I, I didn't complain officially, but I would complain, I complained to my Star Wars friends, friend, my Star Wars friend, uh, you that can complain to me, let, open, air your, air your dirty washing with me. Oh, that's a very good idiom to have on this one to, to air your dirty washing or to air your dirty laundry means to, um, 
to tell someone about your problems. So I'm going to air my dirty laundry about the new Star Wars films. And my issue with them is that I was excited about seeing Luke, Leia, Han, Lando, Chewie all together in the Millennium Falcon, uh, fighting some bad guys, doing some Jedi stuff and, you know, being a bit funny all together. But spoiler alert, we don't see Luke until the last second of the first film. He doesn't have any lines. One of the other major characters, my favorite, uh, dies very early on. And most of them just don't even meet at all. And I was really, yeah, yeah, not happy about that. That must have really hacked you off. (laughs) I think we're going to have a... I think we're going to have an idiom alarm record on, on this episode, I can tell. To, to hack someone off, well, it's like, if you know the phrase, to piss someone off. Uh, but it's less rude because piss is, is a swear word. To hack someone off, yeah, to annoy you, to get up your nose, to, yeah. By the way, if you say the same idiom again, the idiom alarm doesn't go off. I'm not going to do it then. But I'm on a, I'm on a roll here, so I'm just going to keep rolling. I'm just going to keep lining them up and i'll keep on spitting them out at you at intervals on a roll is that an idiom the idiom alarm i think so i think so you owe me you owe me an you owe me an alarm there well i think the alarm takes a few minutes to uh to reset itself because it didn't go off with on a roll weird it should have done to be on a roll to have flow to be to be able to come up with one then the other then the other then the other to be on a roll like yeah uh like Tommy is with his idioms. Okay, let's get back to the conversation questions about complaining. Welcome back, uh, people who skipped past the Star Wars bit. So you've complained in a restaurant. We've talked about that. Have you ever complained about any other service? What's yeah. something else you've complained about? Tell us. My bank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, Brit- my British bank. Um, they are just useless, you know? You could, you know, they couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Tommy, I'm watching Tommy on the video, and he dances every time it goes off. I think this is. I think he just wants to have a little dance. That's why he keeps spitting out all these (laughs) idioms. Uh, If you couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery, I like this idiom. So a brewery, difficult word to say. That brewery is a place where they make is it is it all alcohol or just beer that they make in a brewery just beer right yeah yeah um and a piss up means to go with a load of friends and get drunk and if you couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery it means you're not very good at what you do so your bank they can't organize a piss up in a brewery so how do you complain email phone well first first things first i have to go for the phone you know, I hit the phones. That takes half a lifetime, half a lifetime to get anywhere. And um, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. you know, I might as well do the. I might as well get on with the washing while I'm doing this. You know, I can do some washing. Oh, yeah. I could do. I could do some household. Because you're on hold with the with the phone on speaker. Yeah, and I've got this. Mu- I've got this uh, music. I've got this song which is on loop. Yeah, and then you finally get through to that person. You know, you finally get through to a to a unsuspecting woman or man on the other end of the phone. They, 
And you know, the first thing, the first thing that I always ask, do you need any extra information from me? You know, because I mean, like beforehand, you might have typed in a, a sorting code or a date of birth or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And they say, no, that's all right, Mr. That's all right, Mr. X. That'll do. Um, how can I help you today? Like, well, I've got an elephant. I've got, there's an. I feel like a bull in the china shop. Warning! Idiot! Warning! Idiot! Warning! Idiot! Well, it's like it's it's close to piss up in a brewery, a bull in a china shop. If, well, I think this one explains itself, right, listeners? If can you imagine yeah. a bull, which is a big angry male cow, in a mm. shop where they sell fine china plates and dishes what's going to happen so if you're a bull in a china shop it means that you're very um aggressive yeah and i try not to be aggressive at all on the phone you know i say to them look you've annoyed me with three or four letters i could have sworn that um we've really talked about this you know that i've really answered the question whatever it might be they say, uh, let me just check in my let me just check in my system, please, Mr. X. I need to make sure that it is happened. You know, in a in a sort of Essexy slash Suffolky slash sort of I come from South London job. Clickety clack, clickety clack. You know, it's like he doesn't like that the accent of the people. You can hear everything phone. going off in the background, and you think, yeah, in your own time, enough. You know, some of us haven't got all day to. Some of us haven't got all day. I don't, you know, and then eventually they'll say, Mr. Bradford, everything is actually all right now. You can ignore all those letters you've received. Oh, you know, you can put them on the the bonfire if you'd like to, you know, or send them back to us empty. Like, what's the point of sending letters off? Yeah, we sorted this out. It's a waste of, it's a waste of energy, waste of, uh, it's a waste of everything. Okay, so, So, but but complaining works for you then because you complained and and in the end they said it's not a problem. That's one percent of the time, honey. Ninety-nine percent of the time, I'm still after the phone call. I'm still wondering what I should do. You know, so that's that's my life, and that I have complained about other service, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry to hear about that, but it's good that you uh, that they sorted it out. Well, not sorted it out, but I like that. Tommy said, "Computer says no. Computer says no." I think this is something which is. Um, come from TV and it's now in like the British syntax. It's so it's from this comedy show called Little Britain and Little Britain is a comedy sketch show and they have the same jokes over and over again. And one joke is that sometimes it's a travel agency. One time it probably was a bank and someone just has a very simple request and she goes to a computer and puts in the request and she says, computer says no. (laughs) <laughs> oh well okay well what about we do it on this date i'll check clickety clack clickety clack computer says no <laughs> and well, at the end of the at the end of the day i don't mind you know at the end of the at the end of the day if they're going to be like that with me then i'll just transfer my money elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, but more importantly have you ever complained about service here have I ever complained about service? Yeah, I've complained about a few services. Luckily, I've never really had any problems with the bank. 
uh, apart from that money that was just resting in my account. Um, but I have one time when I was on a cruise, had to complain because we, it's the only time I've been on a cruise. Hmm. Um, and we did like an activity that they organized and then it was time to go to dinner. And when we got to dinner, there were no tables available in the whole place. And that we must were really have made hungry. your day. Made my day. That must have made your day. Why? I wasn't. I wasn't. To, if wait, should the in a sarcastic way? In a sarcastic way. Oh, he's being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but Tommy. Still, I, I don't. I'm, I don't I'm, know wait, you. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the siren to go off. Okay. It must have made your day. So, say it again normally. It must have made your day. No, I mean say it normally so I can edit this bit out and then. What do you mean? It must have. It must have made your day. <laughs> okay. Warning. No. Idiot. Oh, there Warning. it goes. Idiot. Yeah. It took me about five times to get that, but you know. <laughs> uh, so I was confused there because he was being sarcastic, but I didn't pick up on the sarcastic tone. Maybe I've lived out of England too long. I'm not used to the sarcasm. So he's yeah. saying it, it must have made your day. Like it must have made you really happy. If you make someone's day, it makes you really happy. And no, it, it was the opposite. Of course, it didn't make my day. I was really annoyed and really hungry. And oh, here's an interesting English word for you guys. If you're hungry and you're angry and you're angry because you're hungry and being hungry makes you more angry, you can say you're hangry. So me and all my family were really hangry. So we complained and we just had to basically wait. Uh, oh, sorry, it's it's out of our control. It's out of our hands. Um, but then the next day uh, we had a table reserved just for us and for the rest of the cruise as well. We had a table uh, that was that was just for us. Uh, so that time it was really worth complaining. Uh, OK, let's ask another um, complaining question. Tommy, is it? important to be polite when complaining to use phrases like i'm afraid and i'm sorry but is, is that important do you think um, yeah more or less yeah more or less yeah but i would say that i think this is a this is a southern england thing that we after the first attempt we go off the rails Warning. Idiot. Warning. Oh, it was a bit slow that time. To go off the rails. This is like an idiom special episode. To go off the rails, uh, to get a bit angry and um, not be aggressive. Just, just raise your voice a little bit. Well, it could also be being aggressive to go off the rails. Um, yeah, to get really angry. You lose it quite easily. Uh-huh. Actually... Um, maybe that's why the idiom alarm didn't go off with lose it. I, um, today used this very microphone to make an Instagram post about the phrase to lose it, to lose it with someone or to lose it with something. Uh, so go check that out on Instagram. Scroll back a few, <laughs> if you're listening outside of Corona times and you're in the future, you'll find it. Uh, in that video, I lose it with my phone and, uh. <laughs> On. You come from the Midlands, yeah. Right. So maybe, maybe it's just me being a typical Southern cretin. But do you think it's important to be polite when you complain? 
Yeah, but like you, I agree that at the beginning, it's important. But the longer it goes on, I think it's difficult to keep that politeness. And I might start saying, look, blah, 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 blah. Look, starting sentences with look or saying this is unacceptable or raising my voice, getting a bit louder. No, No, you won't look very professional. No, yeah, it's it's important. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, isn't it, to keep calm. It's more the other people who need to keep professional if you are complaining to them. But I think it's also important to not use bad language, to not be, to not really be aggressive. I think raising your voice a little so they know you're angry. But yeah. I, I think lots of um, companies have a policy that if you are aggressive or th- if you use threatening language or bad language i think they have a right to stop talking to you they will chuck you out the front door okay i think we'll move on to the next thing so this is a game tommy let me just find my paper here uh i found an article from the independent which is a british newspaper from december 2018 which is the top 50 things British people complain about the top 50 things British people complain about and so I will say two things and you have to decide decide which one of those two things people complain about more this game is called complaining more or less Complaining more or less. Okay, so I'm going to tell you two things. Which one do people complain about more? Okay. Uh, So I've got a list of all 50. I'm just going to pick random ones. Okay. Having no phone signal and a lack of parking spaces. A lack of meaning not enough. So which do people complain about more? Is it having no phone signal or a lack of parking spaces? Is it British people who are complaining? British people, people, the... What was it called? British people. The top 50 things British people complain about. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to stick my head out here. Well, no, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Stick my neck out. Ah, you got it. To stick your neck out. To stick your neck out means to... You know what, Tommy... I'm going to make you explain the idioms every time if you're going to say that many. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I stick my neck out, then it means I'm going to go... Yeah, you're going to make a controversial decision or a controversial comment yeah. that people are not going to like. Yeah, Yeah. maybe it's going so to be I'm, risky. I'm, it's going to be... Yeah. I'm going to stick my neck out here and I'm going to say that um, people complained more about having... A lack of parking spaces. That's correct. That's correct. Oh, is that was that your kid who just said that? Yeah. Say it again. That's correct. That's correct. Thanks. Yeah. Stay here. You, I might need you again in a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lack of parking spaces was number fourteen. Really? And it was only number fourteen. Only number fourteen. Yeah, we've got a long way to go. And having no phone signal was way down at number twenty-two. Oh, the people are silly then, really. I mean, I, I'm, really, I'm really shocked about that. Okay, you ready for the next one, Tommy? Hit me. 
Okay. Uh, people who don't hold doors open. People who don't hold doors open. Very impolite to not hold a door open for someone. Or uh, people cancelling at the last minute. People who don't hold doors open. Or people cancelling plans at the last minute. Which one do people complain more about? If it's me cancelling at the last minute. But knowing... Knowing British, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm really, I want to get your kid saying correct again. Cancelling at the last minute is probably more complained about than people opening or keep it or holding open doors. That's not correct. Oh, well, you know, I do apologise, you know, just, you know, give your, give your kid a pat on the hat, pat on the back. He's done, they've done a good. She, he's done a good job. Yeah. I don't even know whether you have a whether you have a son. I know you've no, got a that's, daughter. No, that's though. that's a girl. Yeah, that's my daughter. I, I, that's my oldest daughter. I, yeah, your oldest daughter. Well, you know, I did, give her give her give the dog a bone. I did try, I did try my best. Oh, give give the dog a bone. Um, it's okay. He's not calling my daughter a dog. It's an idiom, which he has <laughs> has to now explain. <laughs> Oh, what's that sound? Is he falling on the floor? <laughs> no, he just dropped his microphone. <laughs> Mic drop. So, give the dog a bone. Um, if you give the dog a bone, this means you know you're you're giving him a you're giving the dog a, a reward for his good for the for their good work. Yeah. You know. Mm, okay. At the end of the at the end of the day, the dog likes a bone, doesn't he? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that your your daughter likes a bone likes eating bones. Heaven, heaven forbid, you know. I mean, if you were if you're feeding your daughter bones, Rob, I do not know what's wrong with you. Well, the pandemic has not got that desperate just yet. No. Okay, so that was a bit unfair of me because um, they are, if people are listening to this in the future, they probably think that we're barbarians. No, they're probably they probably are eating bones. The the the, the pandemic's got that bad. They're like they didn't eat bones back then. Carl, could you imagine? Okay, that was cruel of me because people who don't hold doors open is 26 and people cancelling plans at the last minute is 28. So they were very close together. That was mean of me. I'll, 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 I'll do a bigger gap this time. Okay. Uh, You're going to turn a blind eye to my sins. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Go on, turn a blind eye. If you turn a blind eye, this means basically you're you're going to look in the other direction. You know, someone might have done something bad, but you're going to but you say, "I'll turn a blind eye to it. I didn't see you taking the five the five pound note from your dad's back your jeans his jeans pocket." You know, <laughs> I know you're desperate for for a you know I know you're desperate for something. You know that magazine that you've been looking at all week. So uh, I'll turn a blind eye to it. But don't ever let me see you um, looking at that magazine at the dinner table. <laughs> okay. Uh, good explanation. Okay, I'm just. I was looking while you were saying that. I was looking at my list. There's so many to choose from. Okay, people who walk along staring at their phones, not looking where they're going, or being too hot. Which one do people complain more about? British people, by the way. British people being too hot 
or do they complain more about people who walk along staring at their phones? Walk along staring at their phones. Hands down. It's got to be. It has to be. Hands down. That's not down. correct. Oh, well, you know, I do, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up now. Oh, I'm going to throw the, I'm going to like throw the towel in. Oh. If, it's, if it's any Idiot. consolation, Idiot. You, you win the prize for the most idiom alarm hits. Well, you know, I'll, I'll take that. But you, after you've uh, explained to throw the towel in. This comes from, this comes from boxing. Ooh, you know, anyone etymology who knows even. Any, Anyone who knows their boxing knows that if you if your corner sees you, you know, fading, and you know they don't think you're going to last the ten rounds, then they will literally get the towel and they'll throw they'll throw it into the ring and say, "That's it, we're finished." Oh, I didn't know, you know? that. That's very interesting. That's, this is where it, this is where it comes from. And that still happens. the 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 team can throw the towel in if they think their fighter is at risk of. Um... Getting unconscious I don't, I don't, or something. I don't think I don't think they do it as much now because boxers are becoming more and more fit. You know, they're becoming fitter. Mm. But you know, back in the day when boxing wasn't a professional sport, you'd see lots of people throwing in the towel. Okay. Can I have one more so you... that I can see whether I can get? It? That's correct. Okay. Uh, what have you got? We've done three. Yeah. So if you, I tell you what, if you get the next one correct then I'll let you have another one and see if you can win the whole thing. All right. Okay. Which do people complain more about? Is it bad customer service or sitting in traffic? Bad customer service or sitting in traffic? I think they must be close to each other on the, on the list. Of, they're uh, both top 10. They're both top 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I fully agree with that. This is nail biting, isn't it? Oh, it is quite nail biting. Oh, that means. I'll explain while you think about, uh, contemplate which one might be more. To, if it's nail biting, it means it's very um, uh, dramatic. There's a lot of drama. It's nail biting, like you're sitting watching the movie and you're biting your nails because you're scared or anxious. This is quite nail-biting. So we're going with either sitting in traffic or poor customer service. Hmm. Now, I mean, I'm just going to I'm going to guess, you know, the amount of hours that British people sit in traffic. You know, we probably sit on average, we probably sit in traffic maybe about 10 to 15 years of our life, you know, if we put it all together. Ooh. Poor customer service only comes, only comes around once in a blue moon. Once, once in a blue moon. I think we had that in uh, my podcast with Zdenek from Zdenek's English podcast. Okay, what's once in a blue moon then, Tommy? Once in a blue moon happens very something happens very rarely mm, doesn't happen happens often. very rarely um british people yeah we like to go out we like to have a good time we like to have a good uh, you know we like to have a good drink have some food but at the end of the day 
I think people complained much more about sitting in traffic than poor customer service. That's correct. Got it. The king. The king is dead. Long live the king. Okay, well done. Okay, we get another one then. Okay, let's see. Um, do people complain more about? Oh, I'll go with two which are similar. Uh, bad hair days. Bad hair days. Oh. Is that an idiom? I'm not sure. that yeah. The idiom yeah. alarm thought it was. Okay, if you have a bad hair day, it means your hair is bad <laughs> on that day and uh, it doesn't look good and there's nothing you can do. You've tried. You've looked in the mirror. You've tried for ages. Uh, you just think, oh, I'm having a bad hair day. So do, com do British people complain more about having a bad hair day or getting a bad haircut? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, bad hair day or a bad haircut? I think it's a bad haircut because you know, bad haircut. You can always you can always have an you have an influence on what the hairdresser says, uh, what the hairdresser does. Bad hair day. We can't really influence it much after the kilogram of gel that you put on your hair. Uh, having said that, though, having said that, looking at your, you know, I know that people can't see your facial expressions, but you're looking at me very... I'm looking, I'm, I'm confused about yeah. which one you you think is more and which one is less. You think I'm a uh, getting I'm a, a bad haircut is people complain about more? Bad haircut. You think people complain more about bad haircuts than bad hair days? Yeah, I do. That's not correct. No. Oh, well. Getting yeah, a bad I haircut. Did, I gave my best. You did give your best. This is an impossible task, really. Getting a bad haircut is the the bottom one. It's number 50. People complain more about bad hair days. It's number 43. You got... I can't remember, but you got <laughs> less <laughs> right than you got wrong. No, sorry. That's incorrect. You got fewer right than you got wrong. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing, which is the phrasal verb of the week. Phrasal verb of the week. Okay, I tried to find a phrasal verb which was uh, related to complaining, and it's to let someone down. Yeah. To let someone down. So if you let someone down, it means you disappoint them. So uh, Tommy, Tommy's bank let him down. Uh, the cruise that I was on, uh, they let me down about not finding a table, but then they compensated me. Uh, what are the complaining things did we talk about? Restaurants, bringing cold food. That, that, that's a real. Oh, you can use it as a noun, actually. It's a letdown. It's yeah. a complete letdown. Yeah. Anything to yeah. add, Tommy? No. We're going to do a role play. We will do a role play. So when you complain, you know what to say. And you and I, Tommy, are going to be complaining men. One, two, three. We're complaining men. 
Hallelujah, we're complaining men Oh yeah I'm afraid I'm not happy Could I speak to the manager please? We're complaining men Hallelujah, we're complaining men Oh yeah We will do a role play So when you complain you know what to say Okay, yeah, there we go. I love, I love the singing, by the way, Rob. No, that, you know, from the, a, the singing from is the worst part. Off, from a mile off, I can tell that that was you. Yes, <laughs> I'm not from sure if that's a compliment off. or not. From a mile off, thank you. That's what I was, you know, that. From a mile off uh, means it, it was very easy. It's a very, very British, because not over yeah. here, if I say a mile off, oh, do you mean a kilometre? <laughs> <laughs> from a mile off... Uh, means it was very easy to tell that it was me singing yeah. yeah well i that's the voice i used to speak and to attempt to sing okay so let's complain do you want to be the complainee or the complainer wait is that right complainee i'd like to be the complain the complainer first please. okay you want to complain to me yeah. okay uh so where are we we're sat in a five-star hotel in Frankfurt City. Okay. For those of you who don't know Rob, I mean, like, who wouldn't know Rob? He's a legend. Yeah. He I lives do, in Frankfurt. And, and I do like five-star hotels. It's true. Yeah. And I'm in the bar of this glitzy, fancy, top-of-the-range bar. Okay. And, and uh, who am you're I? Not, am you're, I... Not ser you're not serving me. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, you're going to have to get my attention then, yeah? Okay, do, do, wait, before we do a role play, I always first need to establish what's the safe word. Safe word? Yeah, we should have a safe word. What's a safe word? Uh, so that if the role play gets too too much, if one of us says the safe word, then we go out of character and it's back to normal. Bartender. No, because you might actually say that word. Cognac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cognac. Cognac. Okay, just don't order any cognac. Or if you order some no, cognac, and then I know that that's the safe word. Okay. Okay, so I'm just at the bar, just uh, cleaning some glasses, maybe. Excuse me, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, how can I help? Yeah, could I have a drink, please? Uh, certainly, what would you like? I'd like a beer, please. A beer, okay. Um, we've got uh, white beer, lager, uh, there's a stout. I'd like a stout, please. Stout. Technically not a beer, sir, but okay. <laughs> well, still, I want my stout, so give it to me. Okay. There you go, sir. Will there be anything else? Yeah, like a packet of crisps as well, please, while I'm there, and pork scratchings. Okay, I'm afraid we've not got any pork scratchings because we're in Frankfurt, not England. What do you uh, mean? What flavour crisps why would you like? You, why, why can't you order? Why can't you order them from from Britain? Uh, you, you, you're the you're the best you're the best you're the best place in Frankfurt. What well, do you this is terrible. <laughs> yes, but um, I'm afraid um, uh, the this uh, English teacher called Rob was in just a few hours ago and, and he ordered the last packet of pork scratchings. 
That's not on. That's not. Oh, on. Sorry, sir. We we uh, it's it's um it's out of our hands actually. Uh, because of Brexit, it's been very difficult to import pork scratchings to anywhere outside of England. You must be off your trolley, mate. Oh, by the way, the idiom alarm doesn't work in the role play because. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, still, you must be off your trolley, mate, because that's just, that's the most pathetic excuse I've ever heard. Uh, Brexit. Well, I'm I'm really sorry that there's nothing I can do. Um, would you like to make a formal complaint? No, mate. I'll go and drink somewhere else. Okay. Do you? Would you still like the stout? No, you can throw that away. I don't like stout. <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> I'm a bit confused as to why you ordered it. Do you like pork scratchings? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah, we still don't have any. <laughs> okay. Well, if you there's nothing what? else I can help you with. Um... You know what, sir? You know what you can do? You can pour me a cognac. Okay, so the uh, <laughs> the role play's over. Oh, I was, I was just Thanks. about to go. Oh, I'm glad he's gone. I'm just going to have this packet of pork scratchings now for myself. <laughs> How dare you? Okay, there you go. Good role play. Okay, Tommy, thanks a lot for being my guest today. Um, how can people learn from you? So, you with know, you, with you. How can people I... learn English with you other than your fantastic Instagram and your upcoming podcast and your learnenglishwithtommy.com blog? Well, you know, you, ju you just you just shat all over my party here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Job is to do it again. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's all right. It's fine. Like you say, website, learnenglishwithtommy.com. Hit the forward slash and write blog at the end of it. And you come up with my blog website. Here you'll find super tips on how to improve your English with the help of music, films, TV series, and other sorts of things. <clears throat> Coming very, very soon, whenever that might happen, podcast, like something very easy on the ears. And keep tuning into my uh, my Instagram channel. You know, I can't. I can't say anything else. That's all I have. T Tommy's I Instagram is much, is very, very uh, good, very prolific. You're on there every day, right? I think you're posting stuff every day. Yeah, more than me. Yeah, uh, always very useful stuff. And I like your uh, weekly song. What day is that? Monday's weekly. Sunday, uh, music Monday. Music, music Monday. Monday. Oh, you also do a regular um, live, right? On a regular live every Sunday with Andy's Everyday English. Uh -huh. That's also we're good. into season two now, which is for upper intermediate, um, into upper for upper intermediate learners. And that's that's going to come to an end this Sunday, and then from next week onwards, we're on to so a bit hard. We're up, we're looking at um, more advanced songs. You know, I'm not going to give any song names or bands or groups away because that would not be fair but season three is for you is for advanced learners if any of you are advanced learners look out on sundays live at 5 p.m eastern european time that's gmt plus one and you will see me and the wonderful andy deep diving into music and I've seen you. I've seen you as well. You've been there as well, and I've seen you've been there as well, Rob. So yeah, I, I, I offer some comments hide. sometimes. 
You can't hide behind the wall of Instagram. No, I don't intend to. I want you to know that I'm there watching you. <laughs> Big I'm brother's watching, watching you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that seems Delicious. like a sinister place to end it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, edit that one out, please. Sorry. Ooh, that's okay, it. I have to write down one minute 17. So that's it. Yep, that's it. I look, and I look forward to collecting more likes, collecting more comments, and collecting more followers. Yeah. Oh, um, before before I do go, I have a um, I have a very good course called English to Go. It's for any English learners out there, any level, and it's weekly exercises, weekly chat function on WhatsApp for anyone who's interested. Go to my website, sign up, and I look forward to seeing more people on there. It's not for free, by any way. So any freeloaders, <laughs> forget about it. No, we're you know? we're English teachers. This is uh this is our job. You know the the Instagram is free, the YouTube, the podcast is free. Uh, if you want us to be your teacher, that ain't free. You need to, we need to rake it in. We need to rake the rake cash in. in. Oh, rake it in. To rake it in. So uh, there's Tommy having his. Maybe his last dance of the podcast. Yeah. To rake, to rake it. So a rake is a bit like a brush, but it's got forks on the end, prongs, they call them on the end, teeth, I think maybe they're called. It's mm -hmm. like a hard brush and it's usually for, you rake leaves in your garden. And if you rake yeah. it in, I think, I suppose the idiom imagines like loads of cash on the floor and you're there with your <laughs> rake, pulling in all the cash, raking it in. Yeah. Um, but we're teachers, we're so we're not we're raking it in. We're trying to rake in the filthy wonga. Oh, not even... The filthy wonga. That, filthy wonga. I think that's too, that's too that's too southern for my uh, my idiom filthy alarm to pick up. Wonga. Sorry. Wonga. Like filthy a, wonga is is cash. Cash. Yeah. I know. That's I never done. use that. Do you use that? Is that a southern thing? Do you think I was associated with thing. with London? Yeah, but I'm not from London. I'm from no, the I'm from the Royal County, Berkshire. But um, language in the Royal County has is influenced a lot by the capital, London. By London, where they have lots London, of mate. wonga. Lots of wonga, mate. M money. Lots of, so that's it. That, that's it. That's it, chaps. Show okay, that's it. English to go, and now we're gonna go. Thanks, Tommy. If you ever need a podcast guest, I won't bring my idiom more? alarm. Can I hit the alarm once more? Well, just if, just if, for the sake of it. If you say an idiom, it might go off. I don't know. It's time to shoot the crow. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. I'm just going to fade that out, and that's the end of the podcast. Warning. Yeah. Idiot.